Okay, okay. This is my excited face. Right, because I just want to give it a few minutes to let people jump on if they are going to be joining us live. And this is a very, very exciting live interview on the podcast. So for a start, it's exciting because I actually paused interviews uh, a couple of months ago now because I realized that I've got enough interviews recorded now to last us till the end of the year. But every now and then someone comes along that you just have to bend all the rules for. And that is what's happened tonight. So I am absolutely thrilled to be interviewing the Natalie Weiss. Now, just in case you have no idea who Natalie Weiss is, I, I can't even believe that would be a thing, but I am aware that she's a massive deal in the singing world. Um, but if you're not in the singing space, then you may not know who she is. So if you don't know who Natalie Weiss is, then your your life's just about to get better. I'm just going to say that to you. She has one of the best voices I've ever heard. And I'm not just saying that. Like, honestly, she's definitely up there in one of my top five people that I wish I could have their voice. That sentence didn't come out right, but you know what I'm saying. So anyway, Natalie's going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. And I just wanted to come on and get started do a bit of an introduction and to let you guys know what this whole conversation is going to be about. So if you're joining me live, say hello. I'm using StreamYard, which means that I won't necessarily be able to see your comments. Although saying that, I am going to, I'm going to call up the video on my phone, but we're streaming in multiple places. So if you're here, say hi. It may not give me your name, but you can just type your name and let me know that you're here. So I wanted to have Natalie on because, well, for many, many reasons. First of all, Natalie recently launched her own online course teaching people how to sing, which I wanted to let everybody know about. Um, but also, I know that, oh, no, we don't want to install the latest Windows update. No, snooze that. Snooze that. Snooze all the notifications. Um, aside from that, you'll know if you've been following me for the last, well, even for five minutes, then you'll know that I'm so passionate about how music can be so powerful for us. I believe that singing is the gift we've been given to heal ourselves from the inside out. I believe that if you have a desire to sing, then you should. And aside from all of the things that are written about quite a lot, you know, um, the fact that singing raises endorphins, it reduces anxiety, it reduces stress. Like a lot is being written about that now. Um, hi, Sarah. Hey. Um, and that's being well documented and that's great. But you know what? I think there's so much more to it. And I'm also aware that there is an enormous proportion of people out there in the world who have a desire to sing, but who don't do it because Billy in third grade once told them that they sucked and so now they don't do it anymore, right? Um, or their brother told them that they sucked or their kids told them that they sucked. Let me tell you something. I'm a professional singer, damn it. I'm a professional singer and my kids frequently tell me that I can't sing. Sometimes people say some stuff and it's not real, right? It doesn't mean anything. And you know what? Even if that's their outlook, it doesn't have to be yours. And I'm such a believer that singing is something you can learn to do. And Natalie has created a course to help you do just that. And 
I can't think of anyone better to learn from, truly. So I'm excited to bring her on. I'm going to let you know when she's here. In the meantime, I can see people are showing up live. So tell me, hey, I can see that Sarah's here. I can see there are more people, but I can't see your name. So if you're just joining me now, welcome. We're just waiting for Natalie. She's going to be five or 10 minutes on from now. So I just wanted to do this, this long introduction. Now, let me talk a little bit. I don't want to I don't want to encroach too much on the conversation that I'm going to have with Natalie. But let me just tell you, I think I first came across Natalie when I downloaded uh, an album by Jonathan Reed Gelt, who's a composer. And I think I'm right in saying that the album is called 13 Stories Down. Now, Jonathan writes um, what I would call musical theatre style songs, but they 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 don't often show up in musicals so you can get them on these albums and then he has these showcases and he invites people to come and sing and I think Natalie is one of the people that's been invited but I was actually introduced to a song on that album called Quiet which Natalie sang now I'm not going to say anything else about that I'm going to let her tell that story um but that was my first that was my first introduction to Natalie Weiss and I mean, the song is phenomenal anyway. And it is one of the hardest songs that I've ever had to learn how to sing. Um, so I was just blown away. First of all, I loved the song. It's it's a belter of a song. If you're someone who enjoys singing, then it's definitely a song that you want to be doing. The message in it is phenomenal as well, right? It's all about how it's kind of about a relationship. And it's the it's the person that's constantly being overlooked and talked over and talked down to and just disrespected basically and they're standing up and saying I can't be quiet anymore I'm just not going to put up with this anymore and I think it's such an empowering song because even if even if that doesn't relate on a relationship level I think it would relate on many other levels and this is the beauty of music right this is the beauty of song because you can take a song that's been written with a specific meaning but you can find your own meaning in the lyrics. And I think there are, you know, there's an uprising right now there of people that are realizing they're not living their life to their full potential. There's a big uprising of people who are realizing that there's more for them and that they've had these dreams that they've been stuffing down because someone told them they couldn't do it or because they just don't feel worthy or they think 500 other people have done it so that they can't or they think, oh, I've had kids now. So my dreams have to go on the back burner. Like whatever the story is they're telling themselves, something is starting to twig, twig and they're going, no, I can't be quiet. I can't be quiet about this. And to me, it's just one of many songs that you could listen to and actually feel super, super empowered. So I'm just going to do a bit of housekeeping while we wait for Natalie to get on the live stream. If you've got questions, you can post them in the comments below. Now we're streaming currently onto my Facebook page. We're streaming into my Facebook group for the Confidence Academy podcast, which by the way is what this is. Um, we're also streaming on YouTube and I've only got my eye on one of those live streams. So if you are here on any of those other platforms, do comment. If you're not signed up through StreamYard, it won't give me your name, but I can, you can type your name, right? <laughs> or I can make a name up for you if, if you'd rather I did that. And this is going to be an interview with Natalie, obviously. I can see her, Natalie Wise. Right, wait, we're going to do a big introduction. Natalie, I'm just chatting to myself here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do a big introduction and I'm going to bring her on. 
Um, and I hope you're all going to applaud because even if we can't hear you, we're going to feel that shit. If you don't do it, we'll know. Um, but what I was going to say was if you're watching, if you've got any questions for me or Natalie at any point, put them in the comments below. And if you're watching on replay, give me a hashtag replay, let us know you were here and type your comment anyway, right? We're going to come back and we're going to look at it later. Right, let's bring this beauty on, add to stream. Everybody pray that this works. Hello. Hi, Natalie Weiss, how are is you? Good, is it, is it working? It is absolutely working. We're, we're going to sing the entire thing, by the way. No, we're not. No, we're not. My voice is tired. <laughs> oh, she's like, no, that's not happening. No, I would not put you through that. I wouldn't put the listeners through that either. But oh my goodness, thank you so much for being here. Uh, guys, are you applauding? I really hope that you are. Natalie, we're streaming in several different places. So cool. um, I've got my eye on one of them, but you know, that there could be people all over the place. And I've just said, oh, I can see people are clapping. We've got applause. Yes. Where, where? I don't know if you can see from where you are, but there's a comment. There's a oh, comment. Oh, I see, I see. Can, can I, can see? this be replayed at a later date? It can. Oh, okay, yes, indeed. Cool. Oh, yes, it can. So, and we're on Facebook as well. And we're also on YouTube. So there might be some comments popping up on there too. Natalie Weiss, welcome to the Confidence Academy podcast. Thank you for having me. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Yes, I can. And oh my God. So I was just giving the listeners some background into who you are and how I know you and how I found you and and, and a little bit of overview about, about what we're going to cover tonight. But why don't you tell the people who you are in your own words? I'm Natalie Weiss. Um, I live in New York City. Um, I'm a vocal coach and performer. Um and social media person. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I do a lot of different things. I do like, you know, coachings, recordings, live concerts, masterclasses, um, brand content, you know, editing videos, makeup, makeup. It's been a while. My makeup has gotten <laughs> so lazy. I have not worn eyeshadow in months. Do you know what? I wasn't going to bother. And then I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, as if it's not intimidating enough that Natalie Weiss is coming on as a singer. Well, I'm going to have to put some makeup on this face. So I did it. Literally, I right. <laughs> since tan, no makeup. Yeah, no, exactly. No, my, my freckles were out to play, but I've covered them for this evening because it is so freaking hot. You can probably hear the distant hum of my fan. You guys, I tried to go without. I just couldn't do it for you. But oh I did God. turn it. I turned it down. Like, that was the best I could do. Um but oh my God, I mean, yeah, you do, you do a hell of a lot. And actually you did what I knew you would do, which was like, yeah, I, you know, I do a bit of coaching. I do a few shows. Like you're a friggin' big deal. I have, <laughs> you know, I'm very, very, it's very weird. Like, I feel like on a first date, I'm also like really bad or like small talk <laughs> about really bad about saying what I do as opposed to like my friend talking me up. Yeah. Kind of I think that. I think that's the case for most of us though, right? It, like... I know exactly who I am and what I do. But whenever someone new says, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, um, uh. and in my head, I'm going, oh, just tell them the thing that doesn't sound weird. Just say that you sing. Like, just tell them you sing. Don't tell them about all the other stuff. I know. It's so weird. <laughs> or I go the other way. And then I, I start to list everything I've ever done from like the age I of know. three. <laughs> they're, they're like 15 minutes later. I'm like, and, 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 but you know. I think we are complex creatures. I don't like being stuffed in a box and fuck the elevator pitch. I'm not here for that. I like, you know, oh, I just man. like to be ever expansive. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. <laughs> elevator pitches are hard. Oh, 
I know, they make me panic. They bring me out in a cold sweat. So I was telling the people that I think the first time I came across your work was when it was in a singing lesson, actually, uh, one of mine, because I, you won't know this, but I lost my voice completely for three weeks solid back in 2013 after I'd had my second son. And it got to, like, I was used to losing my voice because I used to work in a call center and I like to sing big songs. And, you know, at the time I was gigging a hell of a lot and I wasn't taking care of myself at all. So I was quite used to losing my voice, but it would go for a couple of days and then it would come back. And this time it just didn't. And it got to the third week and I really started to think, holy shit, I don't think I'm getting my voice back. And it was that that actually, I'd say that was the first time I really experienced true lack of confidence and true anxiety because I'd actually rooted all of my self-worth in my ability to sing. So suddenly not being able to do that was horrendous. And so I called, luckily, I know lots and lots of amazing vocal coaches. Um, we probably know a lot of the same people actually, but I called my friend, Steve Giles, who was best man at my wedding, but is also a phenomenal vocal coach. And I was like, you need to help me. And he gave me quiet. Now, not straight away, oh. I must say, like with a with a broken voice, quiet is not the song you wanna be attempting <laughs> when you're not in full vocal health. But he rehabilitated my voice and got me back to a position of being able to sing. And quiet was one of the songs. He was like, have you heard this song? And I was like, no. And of course, like two words in and I'm like, oh, I love this song. And then as it went on, I was like, oh my God, I hate this song, but I love this song, <laughs> like, what is this? And it was it was the first time I'd heard you. And then a little while later, I was, cause I started to follow you online and then you did a competition, I think, to sing with you at a gig. And you invited everyone that entered to come and meet you. So I don't know if you remember this, but I came and I met you. Yes, I do remember this. It was a 2000, <laughs> uh, sorry, I just had like food. So I'm like, eh. 2014 London show. Yeah, that would be it. Jesus, 2014. Seven years ago. It's 2014 now. Do we want to take something from that? That's crazy. Crazy synchronicity. I oh, remember. Wait, really? Oh, it's, it's 20, 2014. That's weird. Very weird. Somebody Whoa. look up the angel number for 2014. What does it all mean, people? Um, wow. I remember sitting in that meeting with you and you were like, what, so what do people want to know? Because it was like a Q&A, right? And actually, when I got there, there were loads of people there younger than me. They were all students of musical theatre. And I think they were all really shy and no one was asking you any questions. And I was like, well, I have a bunch of questions. Like, let me start. And I was like, how the hell do you sing quiet? And I just remember we had an amazing conversation then about, about that. And that was when you shared that actually you get super nervous sometimes. And I don't know if this is still the case, but back then you were like, I get super nervous before shows. And you have um, certain songs that you'll sing through to see where you're at vocally that night, whether you need to be worried about doing the show or not and and all of this. And I was like, holy crap, you just would never think someone like Natalie Weiss would ever be nervous about anything, right? And I'm nervous I mean, right now. Are you not, don't be nervous. Come on. I'll make, I'll make this a beautiful experience for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though, isn't it, right? We think that, you know, people that lack confidence or people that get nervous tell themselves a story that, oh, 
I wish I could be like Beyonce or I, I wish I could be like Natalie Weiss or I wish I could be like Lily or whoever you see seemingly confident and you tell yourself a story that, oh, they must be a kind of person that doesn't get nervous and I'm a kind of person that gets nervous and so that's why they can sing and I can't sing and it's bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. Absolute bullshit. And I was just telling the people before we came live um, or before you came on live that you created this amazing course, this amazing online course. So tell the people about the course that you created. Yes, but first I have something in my tooth and I need to get it out. And this is so weird. We won't look. Okay. Nobody look at Natalie. Okay. Do you know, I had to do the same thing right before we came oh. live. <laughs> Take yourself out of your teeth. Okay. Yeah, all good. You look good. Uh -huh. Um <laughs> So for the past year, I've been working on this course. Um, that's basically like my method to pop technique um, and even more simplified than anything I've done on the internet. So like adding in extra pop tools before you even can riff um, mm. and just simplifying it, making it attainable and like in a very cumulative way with quizzes, with PDF handouts, with everything. So you can like buy once and then enjoy. So I was going through this launch and it was like my entire life was the course. So I'm actually in this post-launch phase of like, I finally took a vacation and now I'm on a staycation and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm easing, like I have students today, but I'm easing into work and it's been a little bit of a hard transition because I never give myself time off. So mm. I don't know. That's the scoop. But I, the launch I, was amazing and like, it's so great to see people like doing it and yeah, yeah. I've heard this about launches and I will be gearing up for a launch. I'm actually going to be writing a course myself. Um, really? I'm launching it later this year. Yeah. So mine what is going to be, so mine is about, um, it's teaching singing, but from the perspective of uh, deeper spiritual connection. So I believe that there are messages in music and I believe that music is a powerful way to shift energy. And I believe that more people should be doing it. And I, I was saying just before you came on, actually, that I think singing is the gift we've been given to heal ourselves from the inside out. I think that you can sing things that you couldn't say. I think you can um, evoke emotion through song that you might not evoke otherwise, right? And mm -hmm. and I'm someone that was brought up in a really joyful, like we're a joyful shenanigan-based family, right? We don't do sad in my family. We don't do depressed. We don't do grief. Um, we just laugh through everything, which sounds brilliant, but actually it, it's not that great because every emotion gets to be felt. And so I want to teach people that you don't need to be afraid of your emotions. And if you're not someone that easily cries, like I'm not, I've got, my nickname is the ice queen because I literally never cry, but give me a great song and I'll blub happily. I will happily cry and sing at the same time and snort all over my microphone. And it's so freaking healing because guess what? When you stuff that shit down and don't let it flow, it makes you ill and it made me ill. And I had a anxiety diagnosis right, right around the time I lost my voice actually. Um, so I'm excited for your course because I was saying just before you came on that I think it is the gift we've been given, but I think there are so many people in the world that have a desire to sing who don't do it because they got told that they sucked when they were six years old or they opened their mouth to sing. They got on stage one time, they over, you know, they pushed through the fear that one time and then their voice broke or, you know, any number of stories like that. I've had 40, 50 year old men and women in my studio in 
in full on tears when I've asked them to go la 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 la. They're like, I can't do it, you know. I yeah. even had one, had one lady who could happily make like gug gug bub bub sounds, but anything that was la me, anything sustained that she thought was singing, she burst into tears. Oh, she man. literally, she was like, I can't do that. And and I mean, this was early on in my career as a vocal coach. And I was like, I I don't know what to say. Like, I was like, why has your husband bought you 10 of these? Like we're on lesson two oh, and you've God. cried for two sessions. And that I think that was the first time I started to think, you know, there's real healing that can be done. And that lady went on to sing and she was never gonna be, she never wanted to be a professional singer. She just wanted to do Sing Star with her friends and not throw up on herself. And we got her there, but she had to go through the fire. Like sometimes you gotta go through the pain to get to the other side. And I think that was probably the first time I realized that what I do is it's healing before it's anything else, right? And so the fact that there are, is now a course that people can do from someone of your caliber, but broken down in such a way that truly anyone can do it, right? Am I right? So your course is not, you've not aimed this at professionals who've been doing it for years. This is literally anyone, anyone that wants to give it a try can give it a try, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on one second. Uh... Okay. My friend who's staying here has to grab his shorts. Just literally keep keep talking keep talking oh it was nearly a completely different show it's not you know it's not that kind of show it could be that kind of show I mean if that's what the people want you know whatever <laughs> that's fine usually it's my husband coming in in his pants which gets people very excited I saw your son reaching in I saw your son there did you oh he, yeah my son who was told categorically to not come in he will definitely be naked. I was like, listen, this is Natalie Weiss. You can't come in naked. Oh it's God. just, it just can't be a thing. Um, so wait, you just said something. Um, what were you just saying? I was saying about oh, the, the course with about, anyone. Your course, yeah. And anyone can do that. Anyone at any level, right? Yeah, because, you know, people that are like, really not confident don't have to sing in front of anyone. You can do it at home. And it's like tools like, whoa, I never thought about it like this. But then my advanced... Um, beta testers were like, wow, I've never thought about it like this. Um, yes, I can sing pop naturally, but like in a different way, it's like helping you mm. think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. And I think, you know, I mean, we'll obviously put a link to that course in the show notes, if you're happy for me to do that. Sure. And I'm, I'm right now it's full price, but I'll be running flash sales like probably a couple times a year. Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal. And so do you have a community alongside that? Is there a big community now of people that are going through the course that can all talk to each other? You or know, you all because I know you're you're on Instagram a lot as well, aren't you? So Yeah. I actually did not enable a Facebook community because I was did not have the bandwidth to manage it, even yeah. though it was a big discussion of like upsell of like the community and stuff. I just mm. was like, I have to get this course out right now. I'm like, you know, maybe the next yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it might be a feature I add later on. Um but we are going to be sending like emails of follow-up stuff and asking where they're at. There's a feedback form and at the end of the course. So yeah, we can see where people are at. Yeah, perfect. I love that. And you know what though? It builds community anyway, because if people are now starting to come through that course, 
they'll find each other anyway. You know, I found people out in the internet that have done the same courses as me. And it's a bit like when you meet someone that's been to Disneyland, like you in, you're instantly friends because you're like, yeah. oh my God, like I love Disneyland. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it is, it's, it builds a community anyway. And of course you're very active over on Instagram, which we're going to be sharing this conversation over to Instagram. So hello to Instagram when we get there. Um, and you know, your community builds over there as well in the comment section. This is the beauty of social media, right? We can all, we can all congregate in comment sections as well. So, I would encourage anybody watching that wants to learn to sing, like seriously, if people are watching this and going, yeah, but I like, I hear this all the time. I'm tone deaf. I sound like a bag of strangled cats. Like, oh, you couldn't teach me to sing. I like, there is literally no one I've ever met that couldn't be taught. And I'm not saying there aren't people in the world. It's just, I've never met them because I think the thing about singing is people think it's this mystical, magical thing that people are born doing. And it's not true. Like I was born loving singing. And like, there are some very questionable videos of me, <laughs> like age 17, with all the confidence of Whitney and all the ability of, of a strangled cat in a bag. Yeah. Like, I mean, you would watch those videos now and be like, seriously, this girl is now teaching people how to sing? Like, how? But it's because it's just balance. So much of it is just learning to balance and it's learning to be okay with, the sensations that you feel and it's also about being okay with being a bit shit at times like you've got to be okay bit with shit. sounding a bit shit yeah. first yeah a little bit, bit shit, shit. <laughs> absolutely just a, just a little bit part like i mean process. part of the process and that is a life lesson as well you guys that's a life uh -huh. lesson like if you're too scared like if you're stuck in perfectionism and if you're too afraid to put a foot wrong or you're too afraid to sound bad how are you ever going to see what you're capable of? That's the fun. You just got to open your mouth and let it out. So we're going to put a link to the to the course in the show notes. But I would love to know, Natalie, because I was saying again, just before you came on, I was talking about how, for me, music and singing specifically is like therapy for me. And, you know, when I lost my voice and I was, I was in a, a deep depression, I was really struggling with anxiety in a big way, but I continued to teach because, I mean, I had to put food on the table, but also like you said earlier, you're not too good at taking a break. I'm not either because I truly love it. I just never wanna not do it. And I realized through that process of teaching others that there were so many, so many things I was teaching in singing that were healing for me on other levels as well. I would love to know what music is for you and, and singing for you and, and, and even how you even came to get into it because you've been at this for years. So I'd just love to hear your backstory and, and how you came to do it in the first place. Um, well, I guess my parents saw some musical ability when I was like two. I would like name that tune or something like Billy Joel and stuff like that. So they put me in classical piano lessons at age four. So that's kind of where I started. But they would force, like I had ability, but they would be like, make sure you practice 30 minutes a day. But it was yeah. classical. And I was like, eh, and I'm so glad they did because like my musicality as a singer is so different. Mm. Um, but I definitely had to learn like, excuse me, all the pop stuff when I was like eight and nine is when I really was like just, excuse me, like making weird, eh, like imitating mm -hmm. sounds. Yeah. So what I was like imitating Mariah and Whitney and like SWV week, that was like my song oh. when I was eight. And it was like, not good. I was like, yes, you know, me too. 
Yeah. I was like on my made up stages and at home putting on shows. And then I like did the show at camp and stuff like that. But I didn't really like, I didn't have vibrato or like riffs until like 11. Cause I remember like, I, I remember like doing piano as my talent. And then at 11, I was like, I guess I'll sing. And I just stood there and like rocked back and forth and sang the greatest love of all. And uh, I had vibrato and could riff, but it was like not finessed for like a really long time. Yeah. And then I went to a performing arts high school to like continue studying acting, singing and dancing and like light, light singing lessons. College learned how to sing for real. Mm. Um, I'm so hoarse today. I don't know what I did. Like, I think honestly, I haven't even been doing anything. I think it's like misuse of like not really using it and being like, whoo, just all the time. Now that I'm like, ooh, what's that like? Um, <laughs> uh, basically you know, the whole pop thing, like making up my own like pop, uh, not my own pop method, but like way to teach it is like has developed over time. Yeah. Yeah. But you know that I had a knack for it, but, um, so much of the industry is changing into pop. So you kind of had to adapt. Um, and then the teaching thing, I always kind of wanted to on the side, like I applied for music ed, but I was like, you know what? Theater people are my people. Mm. So, um, where teaching used to be my like side job it now has become you know partially because you know when i just started feeling more more fulfillment from it yeah um and i just like making my own schedule you know yeah yeah and, oh i feel you on that 100%. and just feeling like you're making a difference as opposed to like i would now like a job you know what i mean it, it just felt a little more in control and like yeah. seeing the change in other people was just like never gets old no, I was going to say, I watch your Instagram clips. So if you don't follow Natalie Weiss on Instagram, do it. Um, because, I mean, the clips you share are brilliant. So you'll get clips of Natalie um, teaching. And the thing I love the most, not just the fact that you work with phenomenal singers, and some of them look about nine, right? And they are literally ridiculous. It's your little gleeful face, like when you're there at your piano, and, and you can hear they're getting it and you're like, Ugh. like the excitement. I'm like, yes. that's living on purpose, right? That's living on passion. And you literally explode with excitement every single time. And I, like, you feel it as a viewer as well. You're like, yes. I mean, yes. they sound phenomenal to me anyway. And this is what I love about you and the other vocal coaches that I watch who I would say are vocal, vocal coaches. You know, um, I teach singing through the lens of wanting to connect people spiritually and wanting to give them more confidence and relieving anxiety and stress and all of that. But when you watch a vocal coach who is truly excited about vocal balance and nuance and all of that, like you're all the same. And so I hear the, the singers and I'm like, well, it all sounds amazing, but you make these tiny, tiny little adjustments and you can hear that it's better. You don't know why it's better, but it's just so much better. And the the joy on their face as well, because it's actually more about how it feels. Because obviously I've been on the receiving end of that as a vocal student as well. And it's the freedom you feel when somebody tells you, just relax your jaw a little bit or shift your tongue a little bit or do this vowel. It's like, it feels like someone's singing for you, mm -hmm. right? And that's what I love. And, you know, oh, somebody's just said, just followed you on Insta. I'm just keeping up with these comments. Sorry, guys, I can't see all of your names because I'm only following on one of the threads. But so we've got 
people saying, great to see you both having a chat. Hi, hi, hi. We've got love, love, love this. SWV, yes. Seriously, the a cappella version of Week was one of my go-to songs for ages. Love it. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, someone said riffing at 11 is insane. Was that you, Becky McNeil? Did you write that? Becky McNeil's on. Becky McNeil, Natalie, could you just say hello to Becky McNeil? She'll probably, McNeil. oh my God, she's like, she'll just have fainted in a puddle of her own pee, probably. She was very excited to see you. <laughs> um, Becky's been to some of your shows, actually. In fact, we went together. She said, was it two years that we saw you? I think, I think it was probably longer than two years, actually. Well, I had a concert remember. in London in 2014, and then we had Jonathan Reed Gelt in 17. That was the one. Oh, I had one 16 and 18. Oh, was it Jonathan yeah, Reed Gelt, Becky? John, I love oh, it might have been that. It might have been a hippie. Yeah. I love Jonathan Reed Gelt. I met him because I went to one of his showcases and I happened to meet him at the end. He was just stood in my way as I was going out, and I totally fangirled all over him because harmonies are my thing and that in fact you were on this that arrangement he did with oh gravity run to you oh my <laughs> lord like oh that my goodness. <laughs> that's mm. what i'm talking about though uh, that is one of those things it reaches in and it grabs my soul and it pulls it out of my face and i will never tire of hearing it and i met him and was like oh my god harmonies like harmonies are my thing i'm known as the mashup mm -hmm. queen i absolutely love anything that's mashed anything surprising he is on another level tools and i just bow down when i hear that it's like jesus christ it's um it's pretty special love it um it's pretty awesome see. how many years ago did we do that Oh, God. Well, I was still teaching my kids at Starcast. Shout out to Starcast, my company, because I played it to them and was like, we need to learn this. And they were like, holy crap. So that was before I had Sophia. And Sophia is three. So it must have been before that. I can't do maths. A maths. long time ago. Oh, my God, ago. math, plural. <laughs> I love when you guys do that. <laughs> oh, I, love I always it. forget because it's mathematics, right? Mathematics, right? Maths, maths, maths. That was a very good English accent, but it would be good because you maths. work with vowels. You know, accents. It's all in the vowels, people. You can just. I've been working on an Irish accent. My sister is um, going out with a, a Northern Irish guy, and I can say, "Get dying from there, no." <laughs> Don't from there, no. Don't, don't. I'm not going to say it's a good accent. I, I do apologize to get anyone who's there, Irish. No. Get down from there, get out of there, no. That's about all I can manage. Um, Let's see what else we've got. Kevin Badcock is watching. My husband is watching, even though he's just downstairs. Aww. Um, Someone says here they just followed you on Insta. Yes. Um, Becky says she's been to all of your shows. <laughs> so it doesn't matter which one it was. She's been to all of them um and abby is that you it. on as well i'm trying to guess who's on from the comments but i think this might be abby saying becky and i saw her two or three years ago Na natalie you're gonna laugh at this right so me and becky were in the car traveling to london to your concert however many years ago it was and i would say like i would say i am on my own time zone like everyone watching if you know me give me a love heart shower if that's true I'm on Lily time a lot of the time, right? So like timing means very little to me. It's actually a miracle that I showed up for this on time. It shows you how excited I was to see you. Um, 
but anyway we were driving to London and I'd left no time for queues and of course going to London M25 got absolutely stuck and the sat nav was saying oh you're gonna you're gonna arrive at what was it Becky something like 10 30 p.m like the end of the concert and Becky was losing her shit going we're gonna miss it and I was like we're not gonna miss it like I believe in in you know angelic divine intervention we're just gonna we're just gonna pray like let's just pray that we get there so anyway the angels kind of showed up for us but it meant that we got there with no time to spare and we ran in heels into your gig I think we missed your first song but then we made it we made it oh so if you were because the traffic on the M25 and because I'm useless at leaving on time and you know I feel like I'm gonna blame Becky a little bit as well it's probably not her fault but you know let's just blame her a bit as well and um, <laughs> yeah we were gonna miss the whole show it was devastating but um, that was the amazing show where you sang Defying Gravity and as you flung your arms wide, your ring went flying. Do you remember yes. this? That was <laughs> that 2016. Was the show. That was the contest with all the people singing. That's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the one. Because I knew Jenny Monday. Shout out to Jenny. Jenny was one of your yes. singers. Oh, I love that show. It was phenomenal. I would love to know just for the people watching, right? Because this is the Confidence Academy, right? And we talk about thriving in spite of anxiety, which means that sometimes you have to be aware of how you're feeling and then you have to choose to show up anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Have there ever been any times in your life as a performer or otherwise where anxiety or stress has had you in a grip where you have really questioned whether you could, whether you could stand up, whether you could push through? And if so, what did you do to push through? I think that would be really helpful for the people listening. Oh my God. I mean, you're talking to the right person. <laughs> um, Let's go. I've definitely, I've struggled with, I've been putting off uh, filming a video of me talking about anxiety for like two years. I've been encouraged to like, you should talk about it because people would relate. But um, I don't know, people that are really close to me know, but um, uh, I've struggled with anxiety for my entire adult life since after graduation, probably, probably like tw in the middle of college. So 20, 15 years, I don't know. Um, mm. And in terms of like needing to perform, um, there were a couple instances on tour where I would have, I was a swing, so I had to go on. Yeah. And the anxiety level of that is like the next level of anxiety because like you don't know where the fuck you're going <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Um, so the real pressure of the anxiety on the anxiety is if you're having an anxiety attack and you can't really tell anyone, then you have to go on, but then you can't go on because you're like going to puke or faint. And then you're like, well, I have to call out, but then that's anxiety because then nobody can go on because you're the last yeah. resort. Mm. And then it's like a spiral upon a spiral. So I would say like, there were times I had to call out of the show, which were super mortifying. And it wasn't because I don't feel well. It was, mm. I'm so anxious I can't go on. And and like my yeah. best friends knew about it, you know? Mm. Um, but, you know, there were times that I'm like, sometimes if it's like, okay, I'm having a mini panic attack, this is my panic attack. Mm. Nobody would know. I don't have panic attacks of like, you know, normally if it would be a panic attack, it would be, are you with us, Natalie? And I would be completely zoned out. Like people right. really know what was going on. Mine are like the opposite of like what you think is a panic attack. Totally. So I would say like, I guess a good example would be like my Joe's pub second show. I was having like a five hour can't catch my breath right before. And I'd already done the show. So I was like, mm. why am I, I'm not nervous. I'm mm. so excited. Mm. I, you know, the kind of, um, 
so I can breathe right now. The kind of anxiety where you can't catch your breath for hours. Yeah. So yeah. I was having this, like I was doing deep breathing backstage and I was like, I got to go on. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Can't breathe. Mm. So can't sing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did the yeah. first two songs and like, I'll give you a little inside scoop. The video of me online doing waving through a window. I couldn't breathe through the entire song and I'm using it as an acting thing. And people comment like, why is she out of breath? And I want to be like, fuck you bitches. I was in the middle of a panic attack. And I look yes. like I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that song, <laughs> I was completely fine because I had caught my breath. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to use it in the acting. I had to use every break to go, we start with stars and I just had to fucking do it, you know? Mm. So, yeah. I mean, I think there's like coping things of like, sometimes I'll like flick my hand or like not punch myself, but like pinch myself so I'm here, you know? Or like yeah. some people say, you know, little physical things. Um, mm. There was- It's grounding, isn't it? You can ground grounding, yourself I was that told, way. Yeah. There were, there was a period though in like 2010 where I was like, I don't enjoy this at all because I'm too anxious to go on. Yeah. And I remember like continuing to book shows and I'm like, why am I booking shows if I'm just like going to have a panic? Uh, I guess I'll just keep doing it. And then it kind of like got better, but I will say like doing coachings with people, like, especially like when my coaching business blew up and people would be like in the bedroom the bedroom with all the videos and now I'm in this separate room. But yeah. um imagine interview people are so nervous to meet me. Can mm. you imagine how I feel being interviewed all the time by new people and I have to prove myself? Like people don't understand that when they're nervous, I'm like this is opposite my tag, sorry. Oh, I it's so hard. The, the stream I was trying to do my hair. Yeah, no, it's back to front, isn't it? <laughs> That's so weird. Um so basically people would be like, "Oh my god, I'm so nervous. It's so nice to meet you." And I'm like I'm literally, I can't even, I'm so nervous right now. Mm. So it was feel like I'm in, on an interview. I feel like I'm interviewing all the time. Yeah. You know, obviously once it's past the first stage, but um, I, I got really close with, um, I'm sure because you follow Instagram, Jules Brave, my buddy, who's like my sister. Oh, um, phenomenal We super singer. bonded. Oh, amazing. Mm. We super yeah. bonded and she's been encouraging me to post about anxiety because she was like, wait, you get anxiety? And I was like, you're talking to the right person. She couldn't even yeah. sing without shaking. You know, I yeah. got her part of my, um, you know, you were saying I'm a vocal coach and you're like a spiritual coach, but I'm, I'm a very like um, sort of mind over matter coach too of like, yeah. I try to preach what I like, what's the worst that could happen when I'm having like massive anxiety and everyone's like, chill, overthinker. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, like, yeah. what's the worst that could happen? You forget the lyrics and I try to do that too, but like it's easier mm. said than done. Totally. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, this could go for hours because I have so much to pick up on. First of all, thank you for sharing that because I mean, your friend is right. This is what you need to be sharing because yeah. I mean, the people watching, right? Just give me a, a comment, whether you're on the replay or whether you're watching this live now, give me a comment if that has just blown your mind. And that's going to prove exactly what I was saying before that we are all, we're all people, right? We're all, I believe, spiritual souls having a human experience. We all have the capacity to be anxious. We all have the capacity to feel fear. We all have the capacity to be brilliant as well, though. There is no such thing as people that are touched with a golden brush that get to win at life because they get to be a singer or because they get to be famous or whatever. We are all equipped with these emotions and we all, we all, 
bleed when we're cut, right? It's the same thing. And yet there is this incorrect perception that people in the public eye, or not even in the public eye, anybody in an elevated position, people just think, oh, shit, like they're fine. And I totally relate to what you were saying. I'm not a famous singer and I'm not famous in any way. I mean, maybe I'm a little bit famous in Salisbury, right? <laughs> a few people in Salisbury know who I am, but that's it. But, you know, I run a choir at one at the at the height of that choir. We had 50 members. And like you, I would be stood at the doors of Tesco's because that's where we did our, our thing, our in rehearsal. And I would be stood at the door of Tesco's having just cried all the way there going, I need to, I need to get in that room. I need to get in that room. It's twofold for me though. It was for me with the choir, it was never, I have to push through and do something I hate. It was, yeah, I have to put are. myself in that room because I know it's going to make me feel better. And I get people now that are in that choir because that choir is for people that are anxious. It's specifically for people that have anxiety and stress and, and fear of performing. And I will always get messages every week from people going, oh, I, you know, I just can't come this week. I'm not well. First of all, that's always fine because being unwell mentally is the same, in my opinion, as breaking your leg or being unwell physically. If you need to take the night off, take the night off. But I always say to them, the door is open should you change your mind because I know it will heal them when they come in. And within two seconds of hearing that choir sing, it just it just is like it's like medicine to my soul truly it sounds cheesy but it really is i'd love to know yeah someone's put evo magic it is evo i was gonna magic. say like in an i was this is like a recent discovery well not really when you're in a non-anxious mind you can i'm so excited to do this 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 when you're in an anxious headspace you can't see getting out of it at all so like, exactly. for an example, this is so dumb, but I love gambling so much. There's never a time that you can tell me there's a casino and I'm not going to go. Right. And I was like having anxiety the other day. And I was like having these thoughts that I've never had before. Like, what if I'm there and I feel stranded? I have never in my life said, take me away from a casino. It was just like, so then the next day I felt great. And I was like, wow, I've been here 10 hours at this poker table and it has flown by. And I was glad I pushed myself to go, but you can't see out of it. So, you know, yeah, I meant like realistically logically you like it yeah so yeah it that is so true and actually that's a really important point because I think there are levels of anxiety and I think there are levels of fear right and so to me fear fear of singing for most people it's just the fear of being seen being heard mm -hmm. fucking it up like getting the wrong words making a bum note whatever but actually through my work with people one-on-one -on -one, I did this with a few people now where we've dug below that because the thing is in a moment of fear like you say you can't see out of it so when you're experiencing fear you tend not to look anywhere beyond that you you just stop at fear you go I'm scared the end right so in my work, I will quite often push people beyond that moment. I'm like, right, let's let's run it through in our head. Worst case scenario, you walk yeah. out on stage. Worst case scenario, your pants fall down, the ceiling falls in, the mic electrocutes you, everyone starts throwing tomatoes, right? You, you know, you literally shit your pants, like whatever. It's the worst case scenario. But then what? And I keep pushing. Then what? Then what? Then what? And through doing that, I realized that for most people, 
when you then what, then what, then what enough, you get to a point where they're thinking, I'm never going to do that again. I am never going to do that again. When you're speaking to someone for whom singing is so important, and there is a chance that doing a thing like singing on stage means they will never do it again, that's where the fear comes from. It's not, they're not afraid of going wrong or being laughed at. They're afraid that if they do it and it goes wrong, that they might never do it again. And if, if their whole purpose is to sing and their soul knows that, that's why the alarm bells go off. Because it's like, shit, I might never do that again. And I have to do that. I don't know how you feel, but that's how I feel about singing. I have to sing. Mm-hmm. I just can't not. And yeah. yeah. So for so long, like, and I realize it's like in the past probably a couple years of like, what do you do for like for fun? And the answer is never singing or playing piano. Cause it's always right. like, yes, I should make a video now get, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so I don't often catch myself singing for um, pleasure anymore, you know? Right. So mm. like the things I do for fun have to do not cause it be, my hobby became my career. So that's something that's like a really big, like what, <laughs> you know? Mm. I like to say my hobby became my jobby. <laughs> I love that. I've said the same thing. Do you know what though? Hobby jobby. I would absolutely, I mean, this isn't meant to be a coaching session, but I would absolutely encourage you to find a way to sing for pleasure. And it's really yeah. hard to separate the two. But um, so for me, that meant um, I started up a little uh, group. I sing with two other girls and we started to do gigs and stuff but it like you said the pressure then got too much it all became too much like the job again it was like oh because now i have to get paid now i have to write a contract now i have to leave my house at you know 3 p.m in the afternoon and not get home till 3 a.m mm-hmm. so now it's just we meet up and we sing sometimes we sing silly songs and we get it all wrong and and i rap all the time because i love to rap because secretly in my heart i'm like missy elliot and um <laughs> That's for me, the enjoyment, but I totally resonate with that. And I think that is what happens when you become a a singing coach or a professional singer. It's so easy for it to just be your job. And it's only been in the last year or so, I would say, that I've gone back to doing what I always did before, which was I put my speaker on in my kitchen and I like to sing along to a a girl called Leanne Le Havas. I don't know if you know who she is. Yep. Love her. So bittersweet is one of my favorite songs. And there are songs now, and I deliberately have a playlist of songs that I will never gig, that will never be done in choir. Sorry, Evos, that will never be showcased anywhere unless you're in my kitchen and I'm making you a chili or some other delightful food. Right. Because that for me is my healing. And when it became my job, I didn't have access to that anymore. And it was the same with vocal coaching. I learned that even though vocal coaching taught me so much about my voice, it stripped me of my ability to just sing for joy and not care where my Mm. jaw was and what my tongue was doing and whether I was breathing right Mm. and whether I was in my head voice or my chest voice or a mix or, you know, it robbed me of that. And I literally had to stop and kind of have a little break and come back to it from this new perspective. And I think what you said as well, I I never finished my point because I went wandering off, which is what always happens. But you were talking about these different levels. There's a difference between feeling a bit anxious and having anxiety. And you're right. True anxiety doesn't show you a way out. There is no glimmer of light. And, you know, I had this last year. I share this all the time on this podcast. So sorry if it's boring to the people listening. But, 
you guys know what I'm gonna say. It was last August and I literally went in a hole and I could not stop crying. I was in my bed and I, on top of everything else then, I was beating myself up going, but you're a spiritual purpose coach. You're supposed to help people with confidence. What the fuck is the matter with you? Get out of bed, you sniveling wreck. Why can't you help yourself? Why don't you want a journal? Why isn't driving helping? Why can't you put music on? Why won't you sing? Why, like, none of that shit helps. None of it helps in the moment. You have to just be okay with being in your pile of snivel. And in my pile of snivel, I just, I just surrendered to it and was like, this is what it is. And I'd started to tell myself bullshit, like, you're not inspiring. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't connect spiritually to anybody. You can't motivate anyone. You can't build confidence. You're actually just a really sick person and everyone knows it. And that's it. That's your life. Like everything else you've dreamed is bullshit. This is your life right now. Here in this bed crying, this is all you're good for. And that was the most devastating moment. That was the, the lowest of the low. And that was last August. And I'm, I'm already a spiritual purpose coach by then. I'm already a confidence coach. And that was me last August. And then I a little voice in my head said, what would feel better than this? And at the time, I was just like, who fucking cares? Not, there is nothing better than this. And who cares what would feel better? Because this is what's real. But luckily, that question took root. And over the days that followed, I just started to let myself wonder what would feel better than this. And it was like, well, obviously, I would rather believe that I do have more of a life than this. I would rather believe that I can help people that, you know, through my own experience. I would rather believe that I am spiritual and I do get messages. And as I came out of it, I realized that 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 dip into the darkness was a gift because I'd actually forgotten how it felt to truly be anxious. I was so mm. busy riding my wave going, life's great, follow me, like I'm gonna help you. It was like, no, do you know what? Sometimes life isn't great, sometimes it's shit and it hurts and it's okay. And I lost one of my very best friends last year. She died after six years of battling cancer. And then we went into lockdown and then my choir shut oh, down and, and all of my network of support was gone. But we don't give ourselves credit for that. I was still sat there going, why are you anxious? Why are I you grieving? Like, yeah, exactly, right? And it was only on the way out of that that it was like, of course, this is grief. Grief is okay. And there was a very poignant moment the day she died. I got in the shower, I was crying and I was hurting. My heart hurt so bad. And, and it was real polarity because it was like, I'm devastated that she's gone and I'm so happy for her because she's out of pain, right? And I had music playing and I had this moment where I was bawling my eyes out and it, it was physical pain and I felt completely fine all at once. And I had this moment of, oh my God, you can, you can feel both things and you can, you can be completely devastated and you can be okay. And it was very much a sense of you're okay. I mean, I believe that was her. There's a whole story that I won't go into because we're running out of time, but I know it was her. I have many signs and it was really that it was a bigger, deeper sense of you're okay. And nothing in the immediate moment told me that. There was nothing that I could look at in the moment that made it okay. It was my deep sense of knowing. And that's what I want to lead people to. I mm -hmm. want people to know how to access that. Um, 
wowza weezer i could literally have this conversation for the whole night oh i love it thank you so much i just saw triple five that's an angel number for sure um guys in the comments do you guys have any questions for natalie before we let her go i lied to her face i told her it would be 30 to 40 minutes and here we are nearly an hour later <laughs> i'm fine i just um, have to go in a couple minutes because i have to grab a food before my next student <laughs> that's why you need food no that's fine and by the way like if you've got comments for her jenny's on i've just seen jenny's little face pop up in a cloud hi jenny um if you've got questions for natalie go ahead and put them in the comments anyway, because you know I can pass these back to Natalie. If any questions come in after the fact, I can let Natalie know and you know Natalie can let me know what her answer would be and I can come back and, and feed back to you guys. Natalie, this has just been the most amazing conversation. I'm beyond honored, blessed, excited to have had you on. I would love you to have the final word. What do you want people to know that are listening, whether it's about singing, anxiety, all of those things? Final words from you. Final words that I really believe that I said in a, one of my videos three years ago at one of my concerts is that it's okay to change your mind oh, at any yes. point in life. That is gold. There's nothing more to say. No Absolute shame. gold. No. Do you know, and that's what keeps people stuck in fear. It's like, oh my God, what if I don't want to do that anymore? Then you course correct, don't you? You change your mind absolutely brilliant we've got lots of comments coming in saying thank you this has been awesome i saw cat was here earlier um there's loads of comments that i missed i'm so sorry you guys i'm forgetting what even computer i'm on here um but thank you so much for joining us live to you guys listening on the podcast as well thank you for listening and remember confidence is yours as soon as you choose it natalie weiss you're freaking awesome we love you so Thanks much for having me thank you for being here guys go <laughs> check natalie out on instagram check out her course as well um jenny goody has just said don't forget the distance you have come which is one of the songs that natalie sings yes. for those people for those nat fans hashtag nat fan if you're a hashtag nat fan let us know <laughs> Thank you. um go follow her on instagram check out her course as well and i'll be back again soon with another episode natalie thank you so much thank you good night everybody and broadcast <laughs>